Now, it's time to put it all on the table through mediation. Your host, Teresa E. Keeves, is a professional mediator, here to educate, inform, enlighten, and inspire everyone about the great benefits in the process of professional mediation to resolve conflicts, disagreements, and disputes relating to business or personal matters. Now, here's your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Good morning. Good morning to everyone out there. How are you doing? How are you doing? Okay, this is Teresa E. Keeves, your host for Put It All on the Table Through Mediation. And I am broadcasting on the greattalkzone.com internet radio. I have um, a great um, informative show for you as always uh, with my guest. He is the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. And um, I want you guys to know that the topic of our show today is, is it really worth it? You know what I mean? Like the destructive nature of disagreements, you know, the the conflicts, um, the anger that is also associated with all of this. Just what is really the bottom line for it all? Well, my brother and I, we're going to be talking about that to try to our best to get some insight on it. So, you know, my guess he'll be dealing with a lot of the psychological view and I'll be dealing with it from, you know, a mediation and a spiritual uh, point of view. And my hope is, guys, um, that this talk will be insightful for for my listeners who need this guidance and also for those who don't, who just want to be informed. OK, so now here's my question. How are all you out there? I know that you have been just great. I can hear we've been great, Teresa. We've been great. And I know you've been moving and grooving and accomplishing positive things. I am so happy that you all are are, are doing well out there. And um, you know what? By the way, for all of those who are followers of Joyce Meyer, you know, she's a minister. Well, uh, she's going to be visiting us here in the Valley uh, February 18th to the 20th at the Dream Center I'm sorry, at the Dream City Church, Phoenix Campus. So if any of you guys are interested, please go to her website for more information. She's an absolutely fabulous minister and motivational speaker. The tickets are free. So um, this is going to be in Cave Creek. So for all of you um, guys that are listening to me here in the Valley. And also, I want you all, all to know that on April 13th, I will be teaching a class on conflict resolution for the city of surprise. Once again, for all of you, um, Valley residents out here. So as things get more solidified, I will, of course, uh, keep you, keep you informed. Okay. Well, I'm just doing great today. Although I'm getting over something, you know, all I'm going to say is yuck. You know, um, I know it's some kind of virus. It's mostly, you know, kind of like intestinal or something. It's just, this virus stuff is just really crazy um, lately. You know, my husband and my grands, they were sick with something um, in the past week or two, especially the youngest one. And, and you know, and what, and what about that terrible Zika virus? Now there's reports that the Zika, Zika virus is in um, Florida. And, um, you know, it's this, this virus that's carried by the mosquitoes and it's, um, they're saying that it's very fluent in Brazil and that has been the causation of the, uh, newborns being ball, being born 
you know, with the small heads, their brains are not developing and things very, very bad. And, um, and they're also reporting that the Zika virus is also sexually transmitted. So, you know, the powers to be, you know, are they concerned that, you know, that it's going to spread throughout the United States? I'm praying that it don't, you know, I, I surely hope it's not, you know, and I know that you guys are, are praying as well and be on the watch if you see any, any mosquitoes and things like that hovering around your property. Okay. So listen, the weather here in Arizona is like most places. Cray, cray. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now yesterday, for example, it was like between 28 and 37 degrees in some places. And it's kind of like the same today. So now, you know, during the morning it's cold, but then it got, you know, to get a high to 55. But get this guys by Sunday. It's going to be high 81, and throughout the week, it's going to be high 85. See, you know, this is probably why a lot of us don't feel good, <laughs> the fluctuation of the weather. Well, guess what? I don't know any other way but just to say what I am going to say, and that is I am so happy that the Iowa caucuses are done and I'm also so happy that Hillary Clinton won. And I don't care if it was a millimeter of an inch, guys. Just hush about it and move on, Bernie Sanders, who wants to have an investigation for what and why. Listen, guys, first of all, all of this election stuff, it was started way too early, in my opinion. And I have a theory as to why they started so early. But for now, I will just keep that between me and God. But I will say this. Okay, my father said, if you keep on digging and digging, you will find something that will cut your nose off. In other words, Bernie Sanders could really feel the burn. He may find out that in actuality, Hillary Clinton won even further than reported. As we all know, that the media is not like when you know Huntley and Brinkley were reporting the news. Do you guys remember them? Well, I do. You know, well, that was when people went out and got the news before they had all of the Wi-Fi, Internet and handheld recorders and smartphones. They actually wrote down in longhand or shorthand what their interviewees said, not being swayed by Facebook or tweeting comments, for example. Okay, that's all I want to say about that. All right. Now, I want to bring my guest on, Rachel C. Campbell, before I have my shout out time. He is the world's best mental health therapist, and um, I have him. He's a frequent guest on my show. And um, as I said before, his comments are very well uh, revered, and I so appreciate him being here with me this morning. Good morning, Reginald. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning, all. And uh, enjoying the sunshine. And, yeah, 85, come on in. Come on in right now. Ready for you. You're you're ready for the eighty five, huh? I'm ready for the eighty five. Let's 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 get this going now. Yeah. Yeah. Well see the see, you know, you're you're still somewhat, you know, um new to the valley. And uh for all of us who's who, you know, either were born here or, or, or lived here for a while, we don't particularly want it to start getting hot so soon because the thing is is that it'll be triple digits from now until November or something, and I'm telling you, it will wear you thin. It will wear you out. 
But you know what, brother? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into my shout out time for you and my okay. listeners. Okay. Now, my first shout out is to Paris Martin Daniel. He is my youngest grand. So cute and smart he is. Well, he got his red belt in Taekwondo and he was invited to join the black belt club. I'm so proud of this guy. And listen, guys, no word yet is going on if, if he actually is going to join the belt, be, black belt club or not. But, and also get this. He has a big birthday coming. He's now moving into the double digits. My baby is going to be 10 years old. <gasps> wow. That's all I can say. Time is going by real fast, Reginald. Happy birthday to my main man, Marty. And you know what, um, brother? I also want to give a shout out to the little girl who was a recipient of a new heart. Um, I'm sure you may have heard this story. It was a heart uh, original that was donated two years ago, but the mothers are just now meeting. And the son, whose name was Luca, um, this was this 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 mother's son. His name was Luca. Well, Reginald, unfortunately, he lost his life at seven months old to a babysitter's boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Now, this this story has gone viral, as they say in the social media world. And, you know, after tragedy struck, you know, a mother was able to save life by donating her son's organs. She's also uh, uh, donated his um, heart. Uh, which this little girl has, his kidney, and I believe liver. And now two years later, they came face to face. It was so um, heartwarming. The little girl is four years old who uh, now who received uh, Luca's heart. And she was given a gift that, you know, just brought her to tears. It brought me to tears. So if any of you have not seen it, just go online so you can look at it. And just, you know, just because it had gone viral, this is a beautiful thing. Um, and so a lot of people, they, they said that it's been a big surge in people donating their, um, organs, um, you know, to, to the organ donor, um, you know, uh, association. So I, I think that's really good, Reginald, you know? I yeah, think that's, that's, that's sweet. That's, uh, that's what it's, that's what it's all about. <clears throat> yeah. Come down to it is, uh, you know, loving each other and, and that is definitely the gift of life. And, uh, my thoughts and prayers go out for both families. Mm-hmm. Yep, the gift of life, the gift of love, you know, like the story I reported last year with the girls who were helping the, you know, the the soldiers and uh, who had, um, you know, wanted to go to college and their families and things like that. And, you know, they're saying that you could change one heart at a time. It's, it's just it's just beautiful. I love reporting these beautiful stories. OK, listeners, my show's my show's title today is Is It Really Worth It? You know, the description states arguments, the disagreements, the conflicts, the anger and families are consistently torn apart because of the breakdown of communication. Plus, no one owns up to responsibility for the part they play in the discord that they are now involved in. There is the failure within our society for wanting to open up for resolutions to issues that can be strategically destructive. Now, the question is that um, me and my guests are going to discuss is when it all boils down to it, was the anger, misunderstanding, and deficit of communication between the parties involved in a dispute worth the wear and tear on our minds, bodies, and soul? Was it, was it really worth it? Okay, I, you know, I, I, I already don't think so, Reginald. You know what I mean? 
that, you know, with all of the arguments and things that, that goes on in the world. And we're going to discuss this. So, look, in opening up the discussion about anger, brother, I want to read uh, to you uh, something about Chris Christie, you know, your your favorite. Now, <laughs> not, not. Now, now, he was at a town hall event, Reginald, in New Hampshire on Wednesday. And he was boasting that he is the last person Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton will want to meet on the debate stage in September, upcoming September. Okay, really? Now, alluding to his status as a formal federal prosecutor, something he reminds voters of frequently on the campaign trail, Christie continued that the, the, the report says, I'll beat her rear end on that stage. And you know what? After I do, she will she will be relieved because she'll just be worried I was going to serve her with a subpoena. It'll be a relief just to lose the debate, she says, Reginald. So look, this is what I'm saying. Clinton Clinton is not the first rear end Christie has threatened, you guys. During the sixth GOB de- de- debate, Christie also said that about President Obama. That Republicans are go that Republicans are going to kick your rear end out of the White House coming this fall. Okay. Now, I also want to remind you that Christie received 1.8 percent of the vote in the Iowa caucus on Monday, leaving him in tenth place. He is currently sixth in the polls going into um, uh, Tuesday's New Hampshire primary. So, my question for you, brothers: Does this sound like anger or sour grace because he's not favored in the presidential race? You know, I, I I think it has a lot to do with a with a lot of things. It's, it's who can we how how nasty can I be? Can I out nasty the other person? And Donald Trump has raised this to the ultimate, unfortunately, of being nasty and saying ugly things. But I feel that so what you can say ugly things. So what? Can you govern? What what do you bring into the table, other than anger, other than sarcasm, other than all of these other things? So, uh, and I know he was alluding to okay, she's going to serve her with papers because they're, uh, you know, the Republicans are trying to put this untrue story out that oh, she's going to be prosecuted. You know, if I was Chris Christie, I would be very very quiet because in the next month or so, uh, a lot of people are going to. Uh, get immunity regarding this bridge gate thing. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to be thinking like a canary to save their skin. And mm-hmm. so there's going to be some things coming up with, with that. So, but again, it's, 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 the anger has gotten popular and, and not that American politics has always been this clean thing. We have a tendency to think that all the debates were like the, um, uh, Kennedy Nixon debate, and 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 they weren't. Uh, you know, politicians that for years said ugly things about each other. You know, AP husbands and you know things like that. So, but you would think we got better. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's it's anger. Anger seems to be popular, and anger could be a really destructive force. Um, uh, I I I counsel people in groups and individuals on anger management, and mm-hmm. uh, that's something that just uh, that a lot of politicians seek to get a hold of, but they're tapping into people's anger. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, it, and it, it has gotten very popular to be angry. And we're going to continue our talk on this, but we're going to take a break right now. So stretch and get your tea and come back with me. Do you know that bullying in the workplace and in our schools, whether it's grammar schools or high schools, is becoming more and more prevalent? This includes the rise of verbal abuse and physical abuse to our senior citizens. As a matter of fact, bullying is on the cusp of becoming a dominant occurrence in today's society. For example, CareerBuilder.com survey of 2012 noted that about 50% of all workplace bullying goes unreported. And NBC News reported that bullying statistics of 2013 for senior citizens is on the rise in America. And that statistics for bullying-related incidences in our schools, well, unfortunately, it is on the rise. If you find yourself being bullied in school or in the workplace and you need someone to help resolve your differences with professionalism, fairness, impartiality, and given a platform to be heard, give me a call. Professional mediator Teresa E. Keyes at 480-283-7270 or email me at Teresa at mediationtalkshow.expert. Now, it's time to put it all on the table through mediation. Here's your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you for returning with me and my fabulous guest, the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. Um, the topic of our show today is, is it really worth it? We're discussing, um, you know, the destructive nature of disagreements and conflicts and anger and what... Um, what uh uh you know is driving all of that now um before we uh took break we were talking about um uh, chris christie and um his anger and that he continues to um leash his anger and that anger has uh continues to be popular um not that it was never unpopular within our society particularly in a political race um because that's the big thing that's happening right now original but um, you know, um, you know, you were just saying that, um, well, this is what I want to say, that people just don't seem to learn. You would think that he said what he said, he meaning Chris Christie, and um, it didn't get him anywhere. But he keeps doing the same thing. That's what man does. They keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's like they just never learn. I don't know. Okay, so now. Now. Well, if I could just quickly say something uh, about Sure, that. of course. About, about a- about a week ago, uh, after the uh, that major snowstorm on, on the East Coast, uh, uh-huh. Chris was doing a town hall meeting, and mm-hmm. a young woman uh, stood up. She was like in her late teens, early twenties, uh, mm-hmm. stood up and asked him a question. And and with his sarcasm and and phony bluster, he tells this young woman, "So what do you want me to do? Go out there with a mop and mop up everything?" Um, Exactly.
of uh, you know politics now, especially now that it's okay to be angry, uh, but people mm-hmm. don't understand the, the negative nature and emotions and anger. Um, but what I teach clients is that you know anger can be as destructive as the uh, emotion that that anger is. If you channel it correctly, it can be positive as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there are ways of, of turning that anger inside and everybody else to motivate you to do something positive instead of mm-hmm. holding it that anger to be negative and lash out at everybody. Exactly. Now, you know what, Rachel, because we're, you know, I, I try to get a lot of things in, but you brought up a very good point. And I would like for you to tell me and my listeners if you could give us one example of how you could take that anger and revert it into something positive. Well, you know, I, I tell I tell clients that if you're angry about, say, a certain situation and it keeps happening, then if you see that this is not working for you, and, and, and I, I do cognitive uh, behavior therapy and reality therapy, those are my four days. And, and, and you look at the reality of where has that anger gotten, okay? It's gotten you nowhere. So you can channel and turn that anger emotion into, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to take this drug anymore. I'm not going to uh, lash out at people anymore. I'm not, you know... So if you can use that same negative power into a positive power, mm-hmm. change to uh, improve your behavior, to I mean, you know, it's, it's just it's just so powerful. So anger as an emotion can be really great if mm-hmm. channeled in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the thing is that you know, just piggyback on what you're saying. Um, you know, it, it, you, you need to be in tune from a spiritual point. I'm coming, you're coming from the psychological. I'm coming from the, from the common sense spiritual point is that people need to be in tune with themselves. They need to actually be so close to themselves that they can see everything that they're doing and be able to correct themselves at every, at any point in time when they do something wrong or when they say something wrong, you know? Too often, um, you know, as you know, Reginald, people will say, like Chris Christie, um, he said what he said about that young lady. He knew that it was wrong. And but somewhere inside of him, now that's in your your category, though, somewhere inside of him, psychologically, he wanted to say something to hurt her. You see what I'm saying? And then then he got called on his junk, as they're saying. And then he wants to backpedal like, oh, no, it was a joke. Um, you know, jokes aren't supposed to be hurtful. That, that's the whole, that's the whole thing about, about a joke. A joke is supposed to be, a joke is supposed to be laughter, you know, things like that. But people have now for, for a long time now been putting anger in, in jokes and that's a whole nother conversation. But now moving along on mediate.com, Reginald, I pulled an article, an article that was dated January 2016 and the title is a hot college dispute crying for mediation, and it's written by Michael Tolby. Now, Reginald, it says this in part. A story that has exploded onto the national scene is occurring in Columbia, Missouri, where athletes whom are black are angry and threatening to withhold their performance 
due to racial aggression from other students at the University of Missouri and the lack of empathy, understanding and reasonable response from the MU system president, Tim Wolf. Now, the football players currently seeing no other option, um, you know, because they feel that they are not being heard, Reginald, and facilitating dialogue and change are demanding that Wolf step down before they resume sharing their skills on the field for the Tiger football team. Now, the students feel that racism is being enabled, that leadership is turning a blind eye towards the problem, thereby conveying the behavior is acceptable. Now, right now, it says, trust is absent. Irrational thinking and cognitive biases are present and problem-solving ability is low. Anger has triggers and is a secondary emotion. All this is in the way of moving from conflict to a receptive state of working together to finding out how the parties can work to satisfy interests. Now, my question is, what do you think would be the initial call or calls to action to deal with this situation from a therapist, you know, such as yourself, yourself? And do you think the school is this only responsibility for the anger from these football players? Are they just saying, you know, well, we're just not going to, you know, that that brings in my uh, uh, what I said about, you know, uh, you know, communication, how it's just, you know, just like, well, we don't we don't need we don't need to communicate. So, you know, there's a, you know, deficit in the communication. So what do you think about that? Well, this incident at the University of Missouri uh, and the resignation of the president of the university happened uh, in February, I would say approximately two to three months ago. And um, this is similar to what I just articulated, that, you know, anger can be turned into something positive where, uh, you know, the students did break windows, they did riot, they did hurt people, they demanded to be heard. They demanded mm-hmm. dialogue and they demanded change. Uh, mm-hmm. Rosa Parks in 1955, this is Black History Month, Rosa Parks in 1955 channeled her anger of not getting up out of that seat in Montgomery, Alabama, which started the bus boycott, which brought the Montgomery Bus Company to its knees, uh, which brought mm-hmm. Dr. King to prominence uh, as, as the young minister who had uh, that, that boycott and Southern Christian at the top of, of, of SCLC. You know, that anger turned into something positive. It's like, I'm just not going to take this anymore. And mm-hmm. we need to make a change, and doggone it, we're going to make a change. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, that's another perfect example of, of anger using pain in a positive way. It's a negative mm-hmm. And, you know, um, on that on that same vein, I was listening to um, a guy talk um, yesterday, um, the, the actor Courtney... I can't think of his last name, but he's playing um, O.J. Simpson in the in the in the uh, made-for-TV movie about uh, O.J. Simpson, and um, he was saying that you know communication is such the key, um, you know in 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 talking 
Um, yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, is, is, is playing OJ, but, um, uh, this other guy, I'm sorry, this other guy was playing Johnny, um, Johnny Cochran. And, um, and, um, um, so, um, he, what he was saying, listeners, is that, you know, we just need to sit and talk. And, um, yeah, his name is Courtney Vance. Uh, we just need to, we just need to sit and talk and, and get all of our, our ideas out and, and talk about the issues because there is absolutely no need, no need whatsoever for all of this anger and, and, um, you know, boycotting the, the, you know, the Academy Awards, uh, for example, which I want to talk a little bit about, in, in, you know, uh, coming up the Academy Awards and so forth. We just need to sit down and talk about things, put things on the table and talk about what it is that we want. And they should be given a platform to be heard, which is something that I give. And I talk about it a lot um, uh, with my disputants. I give them a platform to be heard. Um, now I had gotten the message that Reginald had dropped off. Are you back, Reginald? Okay. I guess he um, is traveling through some, some territory there. But um in regards to the Academy Awards, there was a lot um of of um pushback uh with uh wanting people wanting Chris Rock to you know just denounce himself um to just denounce himself as as being you know the host for um you know for, for being the host on uh the Academy Awards. Here's here's my here's my Here's my uh, take on on all of that. That isn't going to resolve anything by having him to leave his job that he wants to do. Okay, he can actually use that job as a platform for the issues that are going on with the Academy Award. Um, They know that it isn't right that the the uh, playing field is not level. They know this. And they've been getting away with it for a very long time. And, uh, things have been done. Um, I'm sorry, things they have, it has been brought to them, but I don't think that it has been brought to the powers to be of the Academy Award, um, in a, in a fashion that, you know, let's all sit down and have a talk, not a powwow, but let's all sit down and have a talk. A, a, you know, a, a sensible talk, no shouting, no, none of this. We're going to have a sensible talk and we're going to talk these things out because the thing about it is, is that the Academy Awards is not going anywhere. And, um, I don't, I also, um, uh, feel that, you know, maybe perhaps just having a good talk is not going to happen overnight, probably. Um, you know, with, with the Academy Awards and things like that. We're still waiting for, uh, my brother to, to, to rejoin us. And, uh, but I'm going to continue, uh, talking. Um, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a break right now, you guys. So, uh, get up and stretch and move around a bit. And, um, I'll see you soon. Have disagreements with your landlord regarding your home or apartment that you are renting? Or have you fallen behind in your HOA payments and you cannot reason with the HOA Association for resolution of your issues? I can assist you. I am an independent professional mediator. My name is Teresa E. Keys. Give me a call at 480 283 
888-7270 or email me at Teresa at mediationtalkshow.expert. You do not have to litigate your disagreements. They can be professionally mediated. The process of professional mediation is an effective, efficient, timely, and less costly method for resolving your disputes. Please give me a call for a 0283-7270. You're listening to Put It All on the Table Through Mediation with Teresa E. Keeves. Mental health therapist Reginald C. Campbell. We had a little bit of a technology thing going on there, but we're all cool in his gang right now. And uh, while you were... Um, um, <clears throat> excuse me, away, Reginald. I was continuing to talk about the situation with the, um, Oscars, you know, and, um, uh, so what, what, what do you, can you continue your talk on the, uh, football, uh, players there in Missouri? Uh, yeah, I, I think, um, that's what I was saying was that, um, uh, yeah, this is a situation where the students, uh, took it upon themselves to turn their anger into something positive, which uh, brought about a change. Uh, it brought about the resignation of the school president. Um, and, um, you know, there was dialogue and there's communication that that, uh, that started, uh, which, which brought about a change that was needed, and the students were able to be heard, and the university was willing to hear the, uh, hear the students, uh, which brought about the resignation of the school president. So, uh, so again, that's a, a an example of using anger, channeling it to a positive for a positive outcome instead of internalizing it and having it come to something negative. So, uh, you know, again, anger uh, as an emotion can be used in such positive ways, uh, but it's the way that people have to learn how to do that, how to implement that, uh, you know, implement that change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, um, that, that's, that's what I was saying, uh, to my, um, listeners here, um, a few moments ago, I, I segued into, um, guy by the name of Courtney Vance, who is playing, um, Johnny Cochran on the OJ, uh, uh, movie that that the that that's on. I did not see. I am recording it, but I did not see. Um, you know the the movie itself that's made for TV. And what he was saying in an interview uh, regarding the Oscars is that we need to get to the table and talk. We need to communicate. You know, can we can we talk? And this is what I was saying: how important it is for communication, and that yes, there does need to be changes uh, within the. Um, uh, uh, platform of the Academy Award, you know, because the Academy Award is not going to go anywhere. It shouldn't go anywhere in my, in my opinion. And I also feel that Chris Rock should not step down, um, as host on, host on, uh, the Oscars. As I was saying to my, um, listening audience that he could use this as a platform, um, to talk about um, uh, you know, the, the, the differences that, that are now really being brought you know, to, uh, to the light, uh, within the academy, um, organization and that, you know, they need to sit down and talk because the thing is, is that people of color, we aren't going to go anywhere. You know, we're, we're, we're here. And I also feel that, you know, it's just that the playing field needs to be, to be, to be leveled, you know, 
Um, there's great actors everywhere. There's great white actors. There's great people of color actors, and we just want recognition. Now, having saying that, um, there are other venues, as you know, um, for for that. The Latinas have theirs, you know. The um, BET have theirs, and and which is which is great. But but the thing is, is that um, I, I truly understand about that, and there's no need for all of this anger and you know, Chris Rock need to step down and. No, I, I, I don't agree with any of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know, as far as uh, Zeta Pinkett goes, um, I, I, I'm not going to take my cue from Zeta Pinkett. First of all, and again, I, I, I speak it from a, obviously a personal basis, I'm not going to take my cues from Zeta Pinkett. That, that's number one. Uh, number two, um, a lot of... Uh, our wonderful black actors would be anywhere if not for a wonderful man by the name of Sidney Poitier who uh, opened the door for a lot of these actors and and And, uh, Jada, the way she wants to do it is to take her ball and go home. Uh, Mm -hmm. There needs needs to be dialogue. Exactly. um, And because you feel a certain way, or she mm-hmm. feels a certain way. Does that that does not mean that now everyone should follow suit with what I feel? That well, Chris Rock should step down. No, why should no. Chris Rock exactly. step down? Why should he no. step down? And now you're throwing Chris Rock un, under under the bus. bus. Exactly. And, and, and a lot of this is just ego. Uh, you know, a lot of these actors, and in my personal opinion, they you know you see them, you think they're so confident in all of that. And which a lot of them are not. They're, mm-hmm. you know, kind of shallow people who don't have confidence. And, mm-hmm. um, okay, Will wasn't nominated. Uh, okay, well, a lot of people have done great roles and unfortunately were not nominated. So mm-hmm. he's coming from, in my opinion, a personal view and not an overall view because mm-hmm. Will was not. Uh, nominated for uh, concussion. Concussion. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 okay, fine. Well, how many other actors, be it black, white, Latino, whatever, were not nominated for a wonderful role that 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 they that they that they played? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So well, it, the, the, yeah. It, it, <coughs> Excuse me. Go go ahead. It's how it's done. It's how mm-hmm. you, you communicate. Mm-hmm. Leaving and not communicating, what is that going to solve other than you're acting and maturing like a kid and taking your ball and going home? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dr. King did not take his ball and go home. He negotiated. He negotiated mm-hmm. to, to get things done. Uh, the mm-hmm. president and John Kerry negotiated with Iran to get things done. President Carter negotiated with Menachem Begin um, and... and um, I'm sorry, I, I can't remember the uh, uh, president of Egypt's name, uh, Anwar Sadat. Anwar you know, Sadat. Mm-hmm. He supports to get things done. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, it goes back to communication, it goes back to mediation, and it goes back to channeling your anger and or disappointment in a positive manner for a positive outcome. Exactly. And I hadn't even brought her up because I, to me, you know, at this point in Junction, you know, her comments was definitely a moot, a moot point, you know. And so when I was saying that, they were saying that Chris Rock should actually 
I did hear what she said, and she was saying that he shouldn't step down. She'll be watching, but she won't attend. Okay, fine, whatever. But the thing is that, you know, as you said, the good analogy of I'm going to take my ball and go home, that's not the way to do it. People need to sit and talk. And the thing is, is that everything that you're, you know, you, you sit and talk and you put things on the table, and this is why I tell people right from the beginning that I am a different mediator because I am. I'm a different mediator, and I get the job done. Because I'm going to, there's different varying things that I do in my mediation. And this is why, you know, um, I have the outcomes that I have, that I have when I do mediate or when I am sitting on the bench. Cause I do invoke a lot of that in my, in my court when I'm hearing cases as well. Because the thing is, is that the important thing you want to learn, one of the most important things you want people to learn out of the, out of communication, uh, slash mediation sessions are learning. You're going to learn something. You're going to hear what this other person is saying. Hopefully you come with an open heart. You leave all of your biases at the door, okay, and you come in there with as a clean slate as possible, and you listen to these people, you know, wanting to come to a resolution because it's not going to, it can't continue like this. You know what I'm saying? And and I also said to my, to my, um, um, listeners that, you know, the Academy Award isn't going to, uh, you know, organization is not going to go anywhere and it shouldn't go anywhere. And that, and I also say that there's a lot of, there's fine actors across the board. I mean, you know, that, you know, the, um, um, you know, uh, they, they were jumping up and down about, you know, a lot of people who didn't, you know, didn't get, you know, nominated and, and things like that. It's like, um, here, here, here's the thing in your heart and soul. Do you feel that you did? a great job, you know, God knows that you did a, a, a great job, you know, so quit looking so much from, for man to give you accolades is what I'm saying from a spiritual point of view. Personally, I want, I want, I want my, I'd rather have my, you know, congratulations, my attaboys come from God first. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sitting there looking and waiting for, another red and white corpuscle person to tell me I've done a great job when I know in my heart of hearts, I've done a great job. And that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. You know? So, yeah. and, and you know, people, people are fickle. They'll, they'll love you one day, you know, as far as actors, entertainers, and it's the key word, actors, actors, mm-hmm. entertainers, you know, uh, um, uh, music artists, uh, you know, people are fickle. They love you one day and the next day they, they don't. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we have a lot of one hit wonders, you know, one person had, had a great record and then what happened to them? They didn't have another great record because, you know, people have moved on to something else. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's a lot of narcissism, in my opinion, a lot of narcissism in, in that industry. And, um, like, look, get over yourself, man. And, and again, well, I'm not taking my cues from, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, um, you know, as far as the Academy Awards. So, uh, uh, again, you know, that's throwing Chris Rock under the bus. Uh, and, and if Chris Rock, and, and I think he should um, continue and, and host. Oh, he's know, going to. <laughs> and, 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 good, and good for him. And, and personally, mm-hmm. just myself, I, I'm not a fan of those shows because of the phone, because of the narcissism. But, you know, mm-hmm. anybody who watches it, that's great. You know, I have our own opinion. But that's just, that's just me. Yep. 
there's something there's something for everybody out there you know there's some there's something um you know something for everybody out there as i said i take my cues from god and i'm not gonna uh you know if you're sitting there waiting for man red and white corpuscle man to to give you cues then you know you're going to be waiting that's all that's all i have to say um but anyway um Reginald, back to the, you know, uh, to the, um, uh, the, the hot college dispute. Um, they're saying that they're crying for mediation and I feel that mediation would be, um, a great thing to help them resolve their issues, you know, in this. Because as we know, as we discussed on our show with the sports show that was with you and, uh, Paris Daniel, um, a, a little bit ago, we were discussing about mediation in the sports, um, arena. And um, that how mediation would be, a, you know, a great help. But we also do know that the that one of the driving forces of why college tuition is so doggone high is because, you know, um, um, it, it the the reason college tuition is so doggone high um, is 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 because of of you know you got to have the football teams and you got to have all of this other hoopla. Instead of concentrating on giving people, um, you know, a great education, hiring the best, uh, you know, professors and other educated individuals to educate, you know, the populace that's wanting to be educated. Now, we're going to take a, a quick break right now and then we'll come back and so that we can I want to discuss uh, a couple other things with you. know that bullying in the workplace and in our schools, whether it's grammar schools or high schools, is becoming more and more prevalent? This includes the rise of verbal abuse and physical abuse to our senior citizens. As a matter of fact, bullying is on the cusp of becoming a dominant occurrence in today's society. For example, CareerBuilder.com survey of 2012 noted that about 50% of all workplace bullying goes unreported. And NBC News reported that bullying statistics of 2013 for senior citizens is on the rise in America. And that statistics for bullying-related incidences in our schools, well, unfortunately, it is on the rise. If you find yourself being bullied in school or in the workplace and you need someone to help resolve your differences with professionalism, fairness, impartiality, and given a platform to be heard, give me a call. Professional mediator Teresa E. Keys at 480-283-7270 or email me at Teresa at mediationtalkshow.expert. We're building the best internet talk radio on the planet. Prepare for glory! TalkZone.com Welcome back to Put It All on the Table Through Mediation. Here again, Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you for returning with me and my fabulous guest, the world's best mental health uh, therapist, Reginald uh, C. Campbell. Now, you know... um, Real quickly, Reginald, I, I just want to give you a shout out that you're going to be teaching anger management classes for your employer. I, I want our listeners to know that I think that's I think that's fabulous. So, you know, it it it, it puts another um you know feather in your hat that you are everything that you say that you are, and you can do everything that you say that you can do. So, you want to take about you know thirty seconds or you know a minute and talk about um. These classes you're going to be setting up? 
Uh, sure, great. Yeah, um, within the next three weeks, uh, I'll be uh, facilitating uh, anger management classes uh, at at my job uh, here at Helping Associates, and uh, I, I look forward to that. Um, it'll be clients mm-hmm. who uh, have been either mandated by the court and or who have come in willingly. And um, again, I look forward to that because it's a way to, you know, uh, you know, channel again, channeling that anger from something negative to something positive. And and anger can be such an ugly emotion and have such uh, devastating effects on um, the individual, their families, uh, and society in general. So, so I, I look forward to that, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. Yep, absolutely. And the thing is, is that your attendees are going to learn a lot. All they need to be is open and receptive. They're going to learn a lot because I've, I've, um, I have never sat in there in, in an anger management class with you, but you know, I've sat in other classes with you and I did talk about to my, um, listeners, I, I believe probably when I started, um, um, broadcasting on the great that you used to uh, have me come in and do talks with your, you know, with your, your people that you were overseeing, uh, particularly the women. And I've talked with men too, as well about other mm-hmm. things. That was something that was, that was quite enjoyable. So congrats on that, brother. I'm happy Thank for you. you. All you. right. And if you think about it, boy, we've been tag teaming for, gosh, for over we've been tagged. Yeah. Like that, we've been, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yep, we've been tag teaming right on along. You know, I that that's a good thing, I say, you know. I know, right? I I I I I know mom and dad are, are looking and, and saying, you know, go ahead with yourselves. I know that's mm-hmm. what they're saying. I know they're very proud. Absolutely. Um uh, yeah. Um I, I would just listen, I would get a kick out of knowing what dad would say if he if he uh, came into one of my court sessions or something, <laughs> that yeah, would that would know, be it, that would be so something. But you you, you know, know Reginald, that, that, that smile on his face. He would he have that smile, smile on his know. face. He have that crooked <laughs> smile on his face. He would be he would be very he's he's I'm sure he's very proud of us. Okay, yeah. so now, you know, I am so you know engrossed in my spirituality. So and I know that prayer works. And, yeah. um, it works for anything. And, um, you know, it even works for dealing with anger as you know, you and I know about the power and the grace and the mercy and the love from God. However, from, um, you know, my research, I was seeing, well, let me see what's out here about what they're saying about prayer and anger. So I came across this site, you know, I came across a few, but I chose one and it was called godvine.com. And it said in part the following. Don't let your loved ones be affected by your anger any longer. Bible verses on anger can put everything into perspective for you. Not only will the Bible teach you how not to be so angry, but it can also help you forgive whoever or whatever you are angry at. God bless you. Now, I totally agree with that. Now, here are a uh, a couple of the verses. They had given a whole list. Here's a couple um, the Psalm, the book of Psalms is one of my favorite, of course. And so they, they, they said Psalm 37, 8, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself in any wise to do evil. And Psalm 145, 8, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. Now, my thing, my thing is this. More often than not, 
I do evoke um, some spirituality in my mediations. I, I will say that. And people are very open to it. Okay. And when I, and, and it's the way that I do, you know, timing is everything as you and I know. Okay. Right. And, right. and it's the way that I do it. And people, I can see that they become softer in their stance <laughs> and, and everything, you know? Sure. Um, sure. um, and, um, you know, I have about four minutes <laughs> here. And so we got to wrap this up, but, but I would just like to know when you're, when you're talking about, um, you know, when you're dealing with your clients, um, you know, can you uh, briefly tell our listeners if you do you invoke any type of um, uh, talk about something that's greater than yourself, having higher thoughts, consciousness, awareness, that kind of thing? Oh, absolutely. For those who are open uh, to that, uh, I, I, I do. I go by. You know, if the client is not open to that, I, I totally respect that, and we go in a different way. And those mm-hmm. who are open to it, um, we do, I do utilize that. Um, uh, certain scriptures, um, you know, because it's, in, in my opinion, it's, 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 the, it's the roadmap, it's the GPS for, for our life to get from one place to the other. I know it's the roadmap, the GPS for my life. And and without mm-hmm. God and my Lord and Savior, I'm nothing. And with Him, I'm I'm everything. And so, mm-hmm. for those who are uh, you know open to that, I definitely do uh, and will utilize um, uh, Scripture uh, because it just has the tendency to break things down just so easily, um, you know, in, in in our life and to give and to give that spiritual perspective because we are spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, Reginald, in closing, I want to say that, you know, with all of the discussions that we have with the football players and the Academy, uh, the Academy Award and, um, you know, organizations that there is a lot at stake for bringing highly publicized negativity to the attention of both of these groups. And I say that a highly skilled mediator can bring about some great resolutions to both of these issues, as well as a um, a mental uh, health therapist as well can definitely be be a plus for you know resolving these these kinds of issues because as I say that we as a society we have to it's not we need to we have to do better in 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 how we are um you know how we are are, are dealing with ourselves and how we talk and treat treat each other and I want to say Reginald that I appreciate you being on. I appreciate my listeners uh, being on. I want you to mark your calendars for March the 3rd at 8 o'clock. We're going to be talking about suicide prevention uh, with Sandy Roberts and Reginald uh, Campbell and myself. I'll be seeing you guys back again here in two weeks. And I want you to take in everything that I have said to you uh, in this session and have a great day. Take care.